Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the middle of August here with Nathan O'Brien and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And what kind of retirement are you living for or mm-hmm. maybe working for, depending on how you <laughs> want to word that if you're still working? We've got some different reasons, goals, things to go over that uh, you know might be beneficial for those folks listening. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. And hang out with Nathan and I a couple of times a month as we talk about these uh, various different topics, share it with somebody who might benefit from the message and all that good stuff. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing great. Excited. Love love these topics today. We've got so many people that are that are really questioning these kind of things when they come into us. So we've got some good stuff to talk about today. Really excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's different, right? I mean, everybody's got different yeah. reasons, different motivations, goals. You know, whatever, right? And just yep. about anything in life, obviously, which is why we've got such a weird, diverse world going on. And sometimes it's a beautiful thing, and sometimes it's frustrating, uh, you know, to kind of see all these different, you know, things happening. But at the end of the day, you know, it's the difference that makes us, you know, well, different. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> right. so it's, you know, kind of important to embrace some of that. So what kind of retirement or, or you know, like I said, living or working for, uh, it may be one of these, mm-hmm. maybe all of these. It may be a percentage of, you know, two or three, whatever it is. Not, there's right. no right or wrong answer. Yeah. But just tell us some stories or maybe just share some stuff, Nathan, about people who have come in and said, my goal, this number one, is to spend more time with family. One of the things I think we are seeing, and this is a this is a nice positive, is, you know, I think maybe retirement used to be, people would say, okay, I've gotten to retirement. This is how much money we've carved out for our meager grandmom, grandpop type of, type of lifestyle. <laughs> and then we're right. leaving everything to the grandkids, right? We yeah, want to leave a, yeah, a legacy right. behind. Well, I think right. people have embraced maybe, hey, what do we do? Well, instead of leaving them this money, what do we do things with them? Yes. Right? Yes, that's right. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, hey, I want to take them on vacation every once in a while, this kind of stuff. We want to we want to travel and see them. And and a lot of times, especially as mobile as our um, as our job force is now, as our workforce is, you know, a lot of times kids and grandkids move halfway across the country, you know, so. And, and that's pretty um, hefty cost wise, right? If you're if grandma is. and grandpa yeah. are traveling out to, let's say, from Tennessee to Arizona on the road. That's right. No, that's right. It, it, it does. It, you know, there can be tremendous cost. And I do have some clients that have kids in Arizona. Of course, that's a big, big vacation destination. So a lot of people like to travel out there. And so anyway, the, you know, going out there, if you're driving or flying, either one, it's a, it's a big time commitment, which, you know, people think, well, I, you know, when I'm retired, I've got all the time in the world. That's not necessarily the case. You know, I mean, there are responsibilities that you still will have around the area. And so depending on, you know, what your retirement looks like, of course, but right. um, that's just always something that you've got to consider. But yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of things that uh, people do. I'll, I will never forget this. Almost every client says, you know, if they've got kids or grandkids or whatever, almost mm-hmm. every one of them says, we want to travel and do some things with them. Well, had this one couple, they were, they were uh, coming in, they had been retired for about three years and we had planned on, you know, a couple of trips a year and they had just gotten back from a trip with their kids and grandkids. And this was to uh, Disney world. So this was a pretty big trip, pretty expensive trip and pretty, uh, 
hectic. Let's just say that. So uh, they come in, we're talking about the trip. They had a good time, all this stuff, but they were like, you know, we're going to stop this traveling to see them as often. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So it wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be. Yeah. But they were, uh, they had a good time, you know, it was, it was good, but they were like, we're, we're not going to do quite as much with them right, right. going forward. It's just a little more stressful than they could handle. Well, you know? the family and, vacation stuff is, it always makes me think of the movie vacation, you know, oh, yeah. it's clearly a <laughs> satire, right. but there's some truth yeah. in that, right? There if is. you've ever gone cross country with your family, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, after they came back from Disney World, they were like, okay, we're done with that. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do some stuff on our own for a few years. Well, so. maybe it's something as simple as, and we'll get to travel plans a bit more in just a second, but maybe it's something as simple as, like you said, you know, they just, the family has migrated across the country. Yeah. Uh, or even maybe into another uh, another country. And so as grandmom and grandpop, you want to travel to see them, and that can get hefty. So maybe that's part of the retirement budgeting or uh, what was the term I was using? Uh, a spending plan. There we go. Oh, yeah. So nobody no, likes budget. Right. So okay. maybe that's yeah. part of the spending plan, the numbers that we want to make sure is in the right, fa- uh, the right place in the right uh, time. Yeah. Maybe, Nathan, it's buying stuff. Maybe you want... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, there's nothing wrong with this. Okay, it's your money. So right, if you've right. been conservative, if you've done a really good job pinching the pennies or whatever the case is, uh, for my brother, for example. So now that he's almost at, he's 63, he's like, you know, maybe he used to have a 69 Chevelle when he was a teen, right? Oh, yeah. And he's like, I really. nostalgic here. Right. He's like, that, I yeah. really, really, really would love to have a, a 69 Well, they're not cheap. Okay. No, <laughs> Find, definitely not. Finding a 1969 <laughs> Chevelle is not cheap. And so he's got to decide, you know, does he want to spend some of his retirement money to do that? But you know what? He doesn't have kids. So maybe this is what he wants to do for himself or someone yeah. who's in that similar situation. That's right. yeah. They want a big RV or mm-hmm. they just want to buy stuff. You know, yeah. it doesn't make you greedy. It just it's your money. Do what you want. No, that's that's true. And so a lot of people have that you know that circumstance. They want to make sure that uh, they have the ability to go buy that boat or buy that you know that vacation home or or that car. You know, whatever whatever their goal is, they you know want to make sure you've got that and uh, have, have the ability to do that. Right. So, you buy the Chevelle, um, you're not you know broke. No, that's right. That's right. And you're still able to fund your retirement and fund, you know, inflation, all these kind of things that that will continue to happen. So the goal is just making sure that you can do those things and trying to plan for it at a certain time. So, um, you know, people have this, they have these ideas, they have all these dreams, everybody's different, but can you do it? That's really what it comes down mm-hmm. to. That's where your your spending plan, like you were saying earlier, not budgeting, but your spending plan can can help make sure that you can afford those things. And yeah, so, that way you can enjoy the money, yeah. relax, and not have to stress that maybe you know That's I did right. a bad thing, right? You know, because it's no good to buy the RV or buy the motorhome and then the whole time you're traveling in it, you're or you're stressed. It. Yeah, yeah, you're or you start about, to well, hate it, I, right? That's or something right. like that. Yeah, you're like, right. I hate this thing. It's that's right. So, so I'm gonna go broke. Yeah. Um, let's circle back <laughs> to the big travel plans for a second. So okay. You kind of touched yeah. on that, but the reason that this is still needs to be on the list, I think, because like oh. I said, if you say spending time with family, that could be just, you know, traveling to them or visiting mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, that's but right. as I mentioned earlier, people are starting to want to create more experiences with family. I was talking with a gentleman not too, too long ago who did a hundred thousand dollar, this was pre-COVID, but okay. he did a hundred thousand dollar world trip with family. Took wow. the family around. It cost yeah, him a hundred wow. grand. Wow, <laughs> uh, that is sounds crazy. But you start kind of factoring this in, and yeah. you think, all right, if you're yeah. taking ten, twelve, fourteen people, 
uh, oh, yeah. to Thailand and then Easily. Cambodia and and then you know so on and so forth. Yeah, it kind of gets you know out of control. But that's what they wanted. That as the grandparents, they really wanted to take the kids and the grandkids because nobody had ever left the country. And they oh, really yeah. wanted to go okay. see parts of the world. Now, yeah. COVID's obviously put the big kibosh on that. It has. But that's starting yeah. to hopefully get back to where we're starting to see some more of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that's what really last year we spent, you know, a lot of the year um, going through people's plans that had that and saying, OK, we're going to bump that out a couple of years because it's not going to happen now, you know, for that. But that's a great point. Um, it is. I mean, you know, typically you just you just bump it down the road a little bit. And, you know, especially when something like that happened. But but you, um, you don't want to you don't want to just walk into your office one day and say, hey, Nathan, I know we never, ever talked about this, but I want to take no, 15 people around no, the globe. That's right. Do I have the money for that? Right. <laughs> no, that's right. So, I mean, you can always do that. But, you know, the, the odds to, of that working right. out that way for you are, are very slim. Can so, we try yeah, to plan ahead a little bit? Yeah. Yes, that's right. It's important. So, you know, these these things are expensive, even just a, you know, a 14-day cruise or something with, with family. Exactly. Going to Disney World with family is expensive. So A Disney um, cruise, if they're, I don't know if they're back open or not, but they are yeah. hefty. Oh, they are. They're awesome. They are. And so hefty. all of these things are, they're awesome. They're super fun. They're great to do. You know, it's unforgettable experiences that you can have with your kids and grandkids, which is why, you know, to me, that's why you save and accumulate this stuff. Yeah. And so yeah. um, that's it. But, but you know, those things cost a tremendous amount. So, you know, just again, make sure just like we've been talking about, make sure that it fits into your plan. If you've got some of those things on your mind, uh, make sure it fits into your plan and you can still enjoy the rest of your retirement retirement after that phase of spending that you go through. Right. So it's, it's really the, the after is the big, good key <laughs> word. There. Yeah, you may have a long after, you know, that's true. with that. So you got to make sure that works. All right. Well, maybe you're not feeling so grandiose. Maybe that's not on the, the docket or whatever the case is. Maybe you just want to give kids uh, or grandkids more than likely um, college money, right? Helping yeah. with college. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of pouring into that with all the conversations that's been going on there. Now, granted, these numbers have actually been down, people giving money to grandkids for college, but yeah. but maybe that's what you want to do. Yeah, Did no, you plan that's right. It? That's right. And so, you know, I mean, it's surprising, uh, especially, you know, if you're planning for that in your 50s, um, and maybe that's going to be, you know, 15, 20 years down the road that, that the kids are going to need that. So if you just wanted to pay for that at that point, it's going to be double, you know, so if it's 20 grand a year now, it'll be 40 grand minimum at that point, you know, that, that you would have to pay per year. So, um, just think about that. Those things all need to be factored in. Inflation has got to be factored in. And I will tell you historically, anyway, college inflation, the cost of that has gone up much, much faster than regular inflation rates. So make sure that's figured into your plan. Um, you know, we're talking the seven, eight percent range per year for tuition increases. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think if, you know, there's going to be probably some changes there. I don't know. There may not be yet. You know, there's been talk about paying off a lot of this stuff and, you know, all kinds of things that could possibly happen. I don't know. We'll see. But one thing you got to be careful with, I think, is don't dump a lot of money into 529 plans or things like that that are just for higher education because we don't know. We don't know what our grandchildren are going to do. Um, we don't know if they're going to go to college or a trade school or whatever. So, you know, if they don't do those things, that money's kind of tied up in there and you can get it out, but there's taxes and penalties yeah. and all this stuff with yeah. it. So just make sure you consider that as you're setting money aside or 
planning on spending for uh, this college or, or higher education? Well, let me give this last one here, Nathan, and then we'll wrap it up. But I, I've seen people saying, okay, because of what you just, some of the stuff you just mentioned, what if we create an account? And you kind of maybe walk me through if I'm saying this wrong, but what if we create something because we want to have money sitting there uh, for the kids to do whatever? Okay, they're not college material. It's not for them. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not good or bad. I'm just saying yeah. they're not. it's not for them. They want to go to a trade school. Or yeah, they perfect. want to start their own business. Or I want to have this go to a charity should the kids do nothing with it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, right? Right, right. If you know what those goals are ahead of time and what you're wanting to save for, then there's so many things you can do. I mean, there's special types of accounts that you can potentially use that will help that be, you know, even even tax-free at that point for different things. So, uh, you know, funding for charities, there's trust that you can set up and, you know, use the, use funds for that. You get tax deductions for the contribution and income is tax-free off of those, all kinds of things that, that you can do from that aspect of it. It's just, you know, again, it comes down to you've got to tell your advisor what your goals are. You know, you can't just walk in one day and say, you know, I'm going to take a world cruise next month and, you know, I need to pull out a hundred grand. So you need to be planning for these things ahead of time. I mean, you can, but just (laughs) just be prepared for the blowback. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So just make sure that, you know, I I mean, it's, it's always dreams to me. You know, we have the conversation with clients of, you know, these are the goals, these are the things they want to do, but what are your wishes? You know, what if you could do, you know, something extra? What would that be? You know, having that conversation with clients is always fun. I, I always enjoy that. And just sitting down with them saying, what are really some of these just dreams that you've had that you, if you had, you know, all the money in the world or at least half the money in the world, what would you want to do? You yeah. know, in that well, case and just some things. That's why we call it what kind of retirement are you living for, right? Which yeah, one of these yeah, are you trying right. to get to? Which one of these goals or uh, types of things are you trying to accomplish? Maybe it's, a, like I said, maybe it's one of them. Maybe it's a little bit of multiples. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer. Just start working with someone to uh, set it up. Because again, the point is at some point you will, you know, these things might end or these things might kind of stop or slow down. And you may want to make sure that you're, well, you're not going to, you know, you're definitely going to want to make sure that you have enough to survive the after. <laughs> Uh, As Nathan said earlier, the after is just as important. So whatever it is that you're living for for your retirement years, make sure you're communicating that, folks, with your advisor. And if you're not working with one, do that as well. That'll certainly go a long way. And communicate with each other, too. That's a a big piece of that. So reach out to Nathan. Have a chat. Have a conversation. Get started today. If you need some help, 855-51-COACH. Or stop by thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. Uh, hop on the website there, subscribe to the podcast on multiple platforms, whichever one you like to use. You probably already have one of those pre-installed on your phone anyway. So there's lots of stuff that you can go from that angle. So stop by the website, thefinancialanswer.com, and that's going to do it for us this week on the podcast. When we see you next time, it will be late August, and we'll be getting close to Labor Day. So, Nathan, have yourself a good one, buddy. Finishing up that summer. (laughs) Same to you, Mark. Have a good one. All right, my friend. We'll talk next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien from O'Brien & Associates. Y'all stay safe and sane. We'll see you next time. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.